Welcome, everyone, to the Sales Committee Podcast. This is our podcast for the evening of July 2nd, 2023. Rate limit exceeded. Oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> I guess we're done for tonight. <laughs> well, shit. Well, we'll do what we can. We'll do what Elon lets us. Things are great. Oh, I just opened the account and we just got rate limited again. Excellent. Oh. Yeah, we did. Awesome. Also, I thought TweetDeck was okay, but TweetDeck is not okay. So we not are okay. just, it's this sucks. Yeah. Hopefully this is temporary, but like we've said on the account, we have basically a bunch of contingency plans. We do have Instagram. We do have Blue Sky. We do have a subreddit, if, although Reddit's trying to emulate itself as fast as possible as well. And if worse comes to worse, I will print out a newsletter and put it in your PO box with all my shitty opinions. People were like, can I actually sign up for this? <laughs> I, I mean, really, just sign up for our Substack already. It's free and That's it's true. emailed, so it, it typically comes out once a week. So save definitely, us on postage. It does yep. save us a little bit on postage. I don't have to go to stamps.com for any postage. Not, not a sponsor. If they, a sponsor. If, if they want to sponsor us, c- c- come on down, stamps.com. I, I'm sure your product is fine. But please yeah. give us a promo code and, and we will hawk some stamps for you. We can be bought. Mm-hmm. We can be oh, bought, absolutely. yes, definitely. Absolutely, we can be bought. Just and so very reasonably. Yeah, just so we're clear, we haven't taken Saudi investment fund money because they haven't offered it. If they do, happy to take it. Absolutely. I'm happy scared to, of dog church. Happy to take Saudi money. I'm just I'm just going to say that here. Man, wouldn't, wouldn't, really? wouldn't, yeah. How, how much, know? though, man? I'm just, no. like, okay. If I, could do gotta, it, if, if I could do this full time for Saudi money. Oh, I, I, beyond, yeah. beyond full time, actually. Beyond uh, full time. I was going to say, right. enough, to get, enough to get the four of us basically to buy the compound that we, want, we all want in our hearts in Pennsylvania <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> so it'd be called the Sickos Committee Compound? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Because what we're going to do is we're going to found the town of Shreveport, Pennsylvania. Done. Yes. Oh, yeah. Sorry. We will buy Becoming some land an autonomous collective. Yeah, just, just remember that every group of people is just a large paycheck away from being a cult. And so I think we can get there. So is that what happened in State College? That was <laughs> Nice shot at. That was good. That was good. Somewhere Jane, Danger's like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to get the, the one person in our mentions that is going to complain that we're too mean about Penn State, but we can't see you because the rate limit has been exceeded. Rate limit exceeded. Yeah. yeah. Hey, right. that's fine. Yeah. Sorry. It's nice to get to ignore some things. I won't lie, but <laughs> it gets really annoying when I can't see even the best part is clicking on the replies to our tweets and not being able to see what tweet they're replying to. That's no. my favorite thing. Mm. I, couldn't, I couldn't see anything. That's great. And so, like, the Big Sky Conference was was tweeting at us, and like, this is great. And I was like, I have no idea what you're replying to right now, but I will like your tweet happily. Thank you, Big Sky Conference. We'll all try to. We will try to get you guys on Blue Sky. We promise. Yes, we are. We are. There is. There is a helicopter leaving. We still have many flights out. We're getting. We're getting folks on. Yeah. Shout out to friend of the show, Georgia is the verb, who is coordinating the Dunkirk evacuation of the commentariat as we oh, speak. Oh yeah. This is absolutely our Dunkirk. This is our generation's <laughs> Dunkirk. Every boat across the channel. No, it's just weird that I feel kind of bummed about this happening personally. I mean, our, our Twitter account just kind of took off out of nowhere unexpectedly. We didn't plan for something like this to happen. But now we're trying to like, you know, get going. And then of course this thing falls apart where it's our main platform, which we have other life wraps. Please support us in many different ways. You can, but it's just kind of, uh, you know, really disappointing. Like this one person took it over and then it's just slowly ruining what we've made, but we're, we're going to find a way. We, we will always live on. The, the Sickos Committee will 
live on. Viva la, resta- la resistance. That's right. It's almost like this gives us an opportunity to make a really, it, it is an object lesson and a very valid critique of the concentration of power and wealth in the hands of a very small group of people. Mm-hmm. But that's not what this podcast about is about. Well, and we are, we are to be clear lucky because none of us are trying to do this as a full-time job right now. And there are many people who have hung, who have like built the whole plane out of this. Yes. And I like, I can now understand a small fraction of the level of panic that is in their souls right now. And it is fucking chilling. This also gives us the chance and makes us realize that diversifying is the correct answer. It's always the correct answer. That if you put your, if you, you know, chain your whatever to someone else's platform, you're going to get fucked eventually. This is like Mm -hmm. when OnlyFans for a moment decided they were not going to do porn. Because they were going to use OnlyFans for normal things. Check out our normal. link tree. Norv- Just normal's, like not even, people. normal's not even the right word. I use normal pejoratively. That's wrong. I thought like, you said thought- normal for a second, but okay. Nor- normal porn. Someone I don't me- know. Someone showed me a Garf Kini. I need to show this to you. Hold up. I just saw that. My friend, my friend Mike showed me the same Garfield bikini. The Garfini. Which is probably about two seconds away from being in our Discord. Yeah, Join, sure. our Discord. Join our Discord. We're going to post the Garfini. Garfini. Entirely tangential. I saw a car, like a late 90s, early aughts SUV with a bumper sticker advertising, I presume, the driver's only fans on the back. And I aspire to live my life with that degree of confidence. I did not go look at the only fans, but I respect the hustle. Yeah, there it is. Kamish just posted it in the, in the exclusive Garfkini. What in the... Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's exactly oh, what no. you think of it. Yeah, if no. It went really hard. It looks like two tails kissing each other on top of the mouth of Dr. Robotnik. Oh, yeah. That's two, fo- <laughs> that's two foxes kissing. So my friend, now, my friend now, Mike also said, just imagining the tan lines here. Yeah, yeah. There's that. There's also the fact that you have to be very much shaped a per- certain way to pull that off. Mm-hmm. That has I, I am not that are not that friendly way, for people who are not shaped that way. Oh yeah, in no world am I putting this thing on Me and either. looking like anything other than like a bakery fail. <laughs> yeah, I, ty- I typed in Garfield Bikini into Google Images search and I'm really regretting that now. So I'm just going to close that out. Uh, <laughs> lots of deviant art. that's all I'm going to say. Oh, yeah, well. Clear your history. Once again, we're talking about platforms that have done things. Like, people that, you know, went all in on Tumblr. And then Tumblr (laughs) was like, we're not going to have porn anymore. I don't think Tumblr realized that that's what, like, Tumblr was a great spot for folks who were trying to make art. Mm -hmm. And wanting to come together. and Making very specific kinds of fan art. Right. Yes. And they were, I think they just got stupid and were like, oh, we don't need these people. These people were floating your entire platform and i know that sports twitter does not float twitter but sports twitter is a large chunk of it well and ultimately what floats so many of these platforms is creatives people who make things because these platforms don't make anything they provide a space where people can create and whenever you put these kinds of policies in place and you stifle that creativity there is less and less of a reason to go to your platform like that's the cautionary tale here for for those who front platforms and those who maintain them like remembering that ultimately you are providing a place for content but if you make it inhospitable inhospitable to that content your place will die a great example of that is with reddit trying to light itself on fire as quickly as 
like doing a speed run of destroying itself. Mm -hmm. The AMA subreddit said they're no longer going to do any of the legwork for it. People want to, if people want to like do their own, like people want to, you know, come and talk, but they're not going to do any verifications anymore. They're not going to do any of that because Reddit itself refused to help. They were just shitting on them. Mm -hmm. And so the, the AMA people who you want to talk about something that made Reddit huge mm -hmm. like past, let's talk about history kids past the dig uh, exodus into Reddit yeah. mm -hmm. was, it was this and Reddit has been like, no, I guess we don't need this. Okay. Fuck it. Fine. We're not going to do the work. I do want to jump back one second and talk yeah. about sports Twitter. Uh, the other thing that I think is relevant here is that like sports Tumblr exists, right? Yeah. Sports Reddit Instagram. exists, sports Instagram exists. But the thing about sports Twitter specifically, and the thing I think especially for Twitter as a platform that is valuable about the existence of sports Twitter is that Twitter is really, really good, or it was for breaking news and being the place where we're all watching the same thing at the same time. Mm -hmm. Sports is one of the last instances of we're all watching the same thing at the same time. Twitter alienating sports Twitter, alienating everyone who's not a transphobic Elon space nut job is going to lose them a valuable segment of their user base, even if they don't post regularly. Mm -hmm. Most users of any platform don't post re regularly, but you still have the eyeballs from the lurkers. I'm sure there are a lot of people who are on sports Twitter who don't say much, who are now like, okay, where am I going to be on September yeah. 9th? It's a great question. Find I us mean, on Blue Sky. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm, as you guys know, I don't tweet very much. Mm-hmm. Some, but it's fairly rarely. I'm. I was on there a ton, reading what other people had to say, like using it to formulate some of the things that I was thinking. But I'm not somebody who's heavily engaged on Twitter. I'm engaged on other platforms. Having that connection to other people who are watching the same thing and reacting and reacting to it, like I'm lucky. I have our Discord. Of course, you know others can have our Discord too. But it really stinks for a whole lot of people. And I don't know what the plan here is. I don't know if this is like this feels like one of those things where like you take a thing you like run it into the ground and then you sell it for parts and there are many businesses that work that way the problem is is that like i don't understand what the parts of twitter that could theoretically be for sale are there's no copper to strip out of those wires i think the best case scenario is that it gets run into the ground and then it gets resold to someone who has a better idea of how to manage it sort mm -hmm. of in the same way that after the porn ban went in on tumblr it lost a lot of its value verizon sold it it got bought by somebody else and the user mm -hmm. base has started to come back that is the like optimistic scenario for twitter right. i think but the pessimistic scenario is this is yahoo answers right this is yahoo <laughs> answers this is myspace this is something that's this is friendster yeah this is a dead social network and we all move yeah. on to the next thing goodbye live journal goodbye i've had like many ideas and and, and really it's been kind of strange to just you know go through something like the contingency plan like we've had to like spread out and we've had to diversify our bonds just basically i've i've tried to spread us out uh, but twitter twitter is our, our bread and butter and it's, it's really the only one that can real-time updates, real-time live stuff. Everybody's watching the game. Uh, sometimes Twitter's faster than your video feed because you have Hulu and you're on a five-second delay. So you get the game spoiled somehow uh, when you're watching Twitter. And uh, All you see is people typing, oh, shit. It's like, oh, no, what happened? And I'm like, uh-oh, what, uh, what's coming up? 
<laughs> just like, oh no. Or sometimes you lose the last minute of the entire game because Hulu craps out on you. Oh, that's right. Uh, and, you know, that's something right. like that. But I've I've had random ideas. I've had some like I wanted to create like an app just for us and <laughs> basically all college football related scores, live scores. Like Foot Mob, but yeah, for Yeah, like college. like the the soccer app Foot Mob that has every single layer of soccer uh known uh, to shout man. out today big pharaohese like derby hb oh. torshavin versus the classic classic has kept their three-year i believe unta- unbeaten streak still going and beat their big rivals the islands are blue fuck yeah kira keep so, so have, we uh, i mean we buried the lead here but this is where we want to announce our merger with stadium tv and periscope sure. <laughs> done uh, you can find us on OnlyFans, where we will show you <laughs> Hawaii <laughs> after dark at 2 a.m. on a live and stream. my feet and my feet. Yep, you can show the feet if you want. Everybody saw, gets to see our converse. Some someone, someone <laughs> on my personal Twitter account today posted this dude whose thing on OnlyFans is for five dollars a month. That's how the cost is OnlyFans. He has a podcast where he talks to women and then he fucks them. That's his like that's his podcast. Okay. Hey, whatever, sure. man. Make your money. Absolutely. I'd imagine that your that your interview with a bank to get a loan on a house is hysterical, and you absolutely should go get that bread. Oh yeah, I bet that is fun. Income sources. I'm self employed. What do yeah. you do? <laughs> well, well, well. Have you heard of my podcast? Just, just check the box. There isn't a box for this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need more than that one line. Yeah, it's like describe you, my self employed other in eight characters. <laughs> Speaking of people that got hosed on the day where Twitter decided to self-immolate, the Italian Bowl. Wait, you know what we haven't done yet? And we're 15 minutes into the podcast. Shit. (laughs) Shit. Rate limit exceeded. Shit. Everyone, I'm Jordan. (laughs) And with me tonight, I've got Kamish, Pit Girl, and Beth. Rate limit exceeded. Yeah, hold up. Let me get my... Rate rate limit exceeded. Too many and hosts. Have, and I have a soundboard. Hold up. Rate limit exceeded. There we go. <laughs> yeah, people who got hosed due to rate limit exceeded. The Italian Bowl. These guys have tried so hard to get like good social media vibes for their game. And the day when they needed it to happen. And we were there for you. Right. Yeah, we were ready. We had, the we had people there. Way. Yes. Yeah. We had people trying to organize in our mentions and it wasn't working. We, they were no. trying to organize in the mentions, and then in our Discord, we had a thread. It was called the Italian Bowl Meetup. So I, mm-hmm. our, our friend, podcast guest, Chicken Sedan, was there with his Mazda, with his trunk open, grilling some brats outside the Italian Bowl. And, you know, Twitter's just rate, limit, rate limiting everything. And the Italian Bowl only had a choice to say it. You rate limit me on this the day of my Italian Bowl. Sorry, Italian Bowl. You but- me. It ended, up being, it ended up being a pretty good game because the Guelfi Ferenci lost, got his shit kicked in. Sorry. And the God Parma bless. Panthers won. Go Cheese Cats. Go, Go Cheese Cats. A first Jeez year head coach. Cats. This is his first gig ever. Championship first year. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Perfect. Hey, and you mean to tell me that lost to a first year head coach? Get fucked, hmm. Go Cheese Cats. The best part was they kept talking. I, I can't remember which team it was for, but one, I think it was Parma. They had one wide receiver who was like 17 years old and one wide receiver who was 45. Yes. And they both scored touchdowns. 
We'd love to see it. We do. Can we, we get a 17 year old a scholarship? We were looking at some of the like one of the players was born in like eighty two. And I was like, Can Oh we my get god. Forty five year old scholarship? It's true. He probably still has eligibility. <laughs> Betcha bet he does. I think he's retiring after this. He's also like a part time like paper mill worker was too the, or something. Was that the forty two year old man, the one that, that picked up the extra point that was snapped over the head? Because he yes. was running like a forty two year old man. Yeah. Oh, that makes a whole running. lot of sense. Like he had no flexibility at all. He was let, just let like, me- let me see if I have a Twitter account that isn't rate limited so I can show you guys the video of trouble gonna, with the snap. I'm going to shut down the Twitter out of my – close the app and whatever, and hopefully that frees up your rate limits so we can watch well, this. While well, you're I'm, looking for that, I just need you guys to know, and I'm not going to try and do it because it will be atrocious, but my brain is giving me Mike Gundy, I'm a man, I'm 40, in the stereotypical like Italian I'm a, accent. I'm a man. I'm a 40. Yes, exactly. Okay, I, I got it. I got it. Let me share Come screen. Me. So this was this was not quite in garbage time, but pretty close. At this oh, point, I'm almost a man. At this point, the game was pretty much in hand. The Panthers were up 27-13, and the uh, the Guelphi had just scored, and they were going to bring it to at least like c- close. But then we have trouble with the snap. Make it a 13 point game. Oh no. Oh no! Oh, yes. That is very oh, much trouble with the snap. The ball is still loose. Oh no! Trying to up. Oh, oh no! Oh no! Oh, like oh, oh no! Keep going! Oh, you can't be then serious. Here's, here's the forty-year-old man running. Look at, it. Look at that flexibility. My word! Oh. Uh, and it's every time <laughs> exactly. the wealthy were like able to run. take a couple steps oh. forward, they get pushed backward. And here's, you know, you get six points and you give up two. You just can't make your way back into a game that way. The series of them trying to recover the snap reminds oh, yeah, me like, of the first and 90, or I guess it was like third and 92. Was that yeah. a Mississippi yes. State game a couple years ago? Like that, Mississippi yeah. State and Louisiana Tech, you know, you yes. can't forget that Louisiana Tech did that. So you can never forget that. You cannot. This, you is, can not, never. this is not coming from a ULM fan that. It doesn't like Louisiana Tech, but never forget that Louisiana Tech messed that up. It was a great, it was a fun game. Uh, great is great is like gonna sell it too much. It was a really fun game. I'm glad there was a good stream for it. It did look like all the FIU games we've watched this year because the white balance was way off. It looked like it was being filmed on a handy cam. I remember Toledo games looking better than that usually. So I think this was just someone else's cameras. It was on like Buckeye Sports Network, whatever it was called from. We found last week. Buckeye broadband. It was sufficiently weird, silly football in July. Right. What That's exactly you want? what you want in July. Yeah. And and also the at, rest of the time, actually. Yes. At halftime, they had the world's most Italian man between two other people trying to do analysis, <laughs> and the dude had this beautiful silver wavy hair. I want my hair to do that. Like that's the ultimate goal for my hair, and it doesn't do it. Yes, it's so good. Apparently, he's the owner of some team in the second tier of Italian football who's moving up. Oh, so wait, does Italian football have promotion and relegation? It has promotion and relegation. Yes, yes it does. Yes, it does. Oh, that's so exciting. I'm so excited now. I mean, I was excited before, but I'm extra excited now that I know this. All right. The, the Italian man's name was Raffaello Pellegrini. There was an Alex Ferrari on the field. Okay. Yes. There also was a Vanini on the field. So uh, on the friends. Uh, so Chris Vanini. Uh, he, he's claiming relationship there, like it is definitely a, a long lost cousin or something like that. So, and we had people, by the way, who went to this game and got in their car, and then do you know where they went? They went to Canton because the USFL championship game was the same day. Oh no! Oh yes! Oh yes! 
And they got in their car and they drove straight to Canton, went through Parma, Ohio. Moon over Parma, bring my love to me tonight. Go Cheesecats. Those are not the same places in Ohio. And so they got to the USFL championship game, which again, back in Canton, not sure why this year, because last year it wasn't in Birmingham because of the world games. But this year they just had it in Canton again, because I think because they used it for New Jersey and Pittsburgh. Yes. Okay. Yes. They were the Pittsburgh Maulers of Canton this year. Okay. So I assume that's why. Shout out to probably if you're listening to this and your coach is on the hot seat, your next head coach, Skip Holtz, who has now won Verm- who's now won the USFL championship back to back with this year with <laughs> Beth's face. Yep. One of the, one of the, you can, two, you can two, say it out loud. Me- I typed it two, in. Two of the meanest things that were said this weekend. The first one was Kamish telling Beth, West Virginia head coach Skip Holtz. And then me, after Kamish said, no, he'll just go to ULM. Me saying, I don't think ULM has Skip Holtz money. Those are two of the meanest things I think we've ever said to each other as a group. Just horrifying. Just, just terrible. These are the things that scar souls. It's really entertaining for me as a Pitt fan to not be on the coaching chaos side of things for once. That's all I have to say. I, I really Life didn't is have long. I will wait. Oh, I know. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't have much to say back to to ULM not having Skip Holtz money, so I had to pull out Skip Holtz's contract with Louisiana Tech, mm-hmm. and he was making about seven hundred thousand a year and about eight hundred five thousand a year when he was let go after twenty twenty one, and then went on to back to back titles with the Birmingham Stallions. Terry Bowden, I think, is currently at six hundred thousand. Yeah, uh, he started at like four hundred and twelve or four hundred thirteen thousand. Our original value for the Terry Bowden unit, the TBU that we used when everybody, somebody got fired and got a buyout, we tried to figure out how many, how many years of Terry Bowden this would get you. Mm-hmm. Um, like you do. And then I also convert that to Vietnamese dongs, just just for the fun <laughs> of that, because you know, I I love the replies of everybody just going, "That's a lot of dongs." You know the plural of dong like is dong, dong, right? You know that, right? No, it's, it's dongs. It is canonically it's dongs. dongs. It's currency. It's currency. <laughs> because it's dongs. Every time we have someone in our mention being like, it's not dongs, it's dong. And it's, I want to say, we know that. It's just funnier this way. The worst part about it is that like, after the meanest conversation we have ever had together, I promptly went downstairs and had my father explain to me that like, really the ultimate plan here is that like, we'll just get Saban and Jimbo to come here because they were from West Virginia. And I'm like, I'm, everything is broken. I love that so much. Just disband the football team. And you know, Terry Bowden's from West Virginia too, right? I'm well aware. All all Bowden's are from here. (laughs) The the nexus point of Bowden's. (laughs) Just the worst, the absolute worst. You got the Bowden birthstone in, in the in the mouth. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, like we'll we'll just put together a coaching staff of nothing but Saban, Jimbo, all the Bowdens that we can get our hands on. Like, there's a lot of them. Yeah, Doc Holiday and Rich Rod. There we go. We did it. There we go. Done. What is Doc Holiday doing now? Is the real question. Is he still at Marshall? What happened to him? I have no idea googling i'm not allowed to look directly at marshall i could go blind (laughs) fix your goalposts. oh get a level no not that doc holiday the other one yeah let's say i everyone came up with the same doc holiday uh while while you guys are looking that up i do want to say that this game was not nearly as close as the 28 12 score makes it seem this was a 
complete beatdown by Birmingham. The Ballers have 12, and it's what you think it is. Those are four field goals. Beautiful. Yeah. Chris blew it. Chris blew it. Great. He was great. He was absolutely great. The actual powerhouse of this game, though, was Mr. Magoo. FIU's own Mr. Magoo. I started calling him Mr. Magooch. I think that's funnier. (laughs) It's pronounced Magoo. It's M-C-G-O-U-G-H. Magooch is funnier. So Mr. Magooch, like, absolutely lit things up. 243 passing yards. He went 18 for 25 with four TDs. This guy has blossomed in the in the USFL and might actually get an invite to an NFL camp, which is That's awesome. Amazing. And the whole point of all these things. Mm-hmm. MVP. Uh, Doc Holliday, the pride of Hurricane West Virginia, apparently winked out of existence in, t- in 2021 after leaving oh. Marshall. I hope he's on a beach somewhere. To succeed Jarvis Greer as sports director in, or yeah, to succeed Jarvis Greer at sports director at WMC in Memphis as of September 22nd, 2022. So I hope that's a job that is mostly eating snacks and not so much job. Yeah, he he's in media now, apparently. Aren't we all? <laughs> best part about Birmingham, two best parts about Birmingham winning. One, after not getting a parade last year because of the World Games, they had to turn back around for winning the game last night at, for a 2.30 p.m. parade today in Birmingham. Okay. So that's a hell of a turnaround. Wow. Then. What was, what was the weather in Birmingham today? I'm very curious at this parade. Balmy. I, I, I didn't even see any like photos of this parade at all on social media. Yeah, you don't think people would have been sending us that to us if they were there. Well, I mean, you know, rate limit exceeded. Yeah, rate yep. limit <laughs> exceeded. They Smash the rate limit button. Smash that rate limit button. Rate limit exceeded. Uh, Mid-80s other... scattered thunderstorms looks like just summer in the south. Best part was, how did they celebrate with 40s of Miller High Life? This is the most relatable fucking thing I've seen a sports team do in so long. 40s of Okay, Miller High Life. Tastes like shit in cans, but uh-uh. in 40s? Tastes so good. So, Nothing is more refreshing than a 40 Miller High Life. It I mean, is better in bottles, which is weird because oh, usually yeah. bottles that comes in or beer that comes in clear bottles taste like garbage. Mm-hmm. Oh no. But not 40s. I don't think I have had a Miller High Life in several presidential administrations. I mean, don't. I actually was convinced for the longest time that I straight up hated Miller High Life because there was a guy who worked for the radio station when I was in college who would have house shows, which are a thing at Pitt, because mm-hmm. every house in Pittsburgh has a basement. Many of them also have a toilet in them, as listeners of the shutdown right. podcast know. But they'd, you know, so somebody's band would play, and it would be like a $5 cover, and you would show up, and there would be a keg. And the guy that owned this particular house show, or lived in this particular house show venue, which was called Dog Funk at the time, I don't know if it's still called that, would always get a keg of Miller High Life. And it would always be slightly below room temperature, and I would always go and get beer out of the keg and hope it wasn't Miller High Life and it would be Miller High Life and obnoxiously Pit Boyfriend would be responsible for finishing the rest of it because it tasted awful. And then I finally had Miller High Life in bottles and I was like, okay, I get why people drink this now. At this point, you and I have completely converted over to potato beer. That is true. I like 40s. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a while. They didn't they didn't do Edward Forty Hands that I know of, but I'm a big fan of Edward Forty Hands from back in the day. Have you ever actually done Edward Forty Hands yourself? 
Yes, several times. I, why am I asking you that? Like, Fred Yeah, yeah. several times. We used to do it during meetings. 40 hands was an annual thing uh, when I was at the radio station at Pitt. The first year that I attended the party at which 40 hands happened, I drank one 40, and that was enough for me. I did not participate in the competition. The guy who won the competition both years I attended finished in like 15 minutes. God love him. God bless. My senior year, I showed up with a very large bottle of very cheap wine and was given the responsibility of duct taping people. Oh, yeah. So I drank my bottle of wine and I duct taped all the 40 hands participants and had a very nice evening. I would do 40 hands next time. We, if we, next time we all get together, I totally do 40 hands. Absolutely not. Absolutely would. Give me two, give me two cold 45s on the way. I think Beth and I would be, die. To be clear, the next time we all get together will be the first time we all get together. <laughs> yeah, <that's true. laughs> and so what better way to get to know me in person than to have me drink two 40s and then go on a rant about whatever the fuck's on my mind. Pit Girl just watched me like spend what, like two hours very slowly drinking a beer. If I did 40 hands, that's like a multi-day event that is happening now. <laughs> Once they get warm, it's a real problem. That's the problem with 40 hands because those those drinks have to be had cold. Cold 45 does not taste good. Yeah, just just that's the problem with 40 hands. But okay. That's the problem with 40 hands. Yes. The, the drink of choice at WPTS 40 hands was Old English, if I remember yeah. correctly. Oh, God. Yeah. No, no, don't do that. Was, I'm, also was... big, I'm also a big fan of St. Ides and Still Reserve. Uh, yeah, there were some people who like Still Reserve, too. It's crisp. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It yeah. was mostly it was mostly beast when I was in college. Oh yeah, I'm gonna awesome. let y'all like just step away from besmirching the champagne of beers. <laughs> Miller High Life well, I, was always there, always there for I us. Said it was good. Miller High Life not a sponsor. Bottles. Not a spoiler. Fine. My issue with no. the guy who always bought kegs of it for the house yeah. show venue is that we were in Pennsylvania and he could have gotten a keg of Lion's Head or Yingling for cheaper, and many people mm-hmm. would have been happier. That is true. That's my big complaint here. Uh, just, just Miller High Life was there for me in in college in Monroe. I don't know why they had this, but this one gas station not too far from campus, they had a special twelve pack of Miller High Life bottles for four ninety nine. Whoa! <laughs> and that was like the only thing that was on sale. It's like hey, gra- so, Grandpa. How was it like in the fifties when you went to college? Seriously. Oh, no. But no, there's other stuff is like you want it's like 12 pack, it's 10 bucks. But for some odd reason, at this one particular Texaco station in Monroe, I don't even know if the station exists anymore, or it was just a dream because I would just <laughs> always stop by and get a 12 pack of Miller High Life because it was five bucks. It's like 508 with tax. And just like just drink that. Oh my God. And I don't care if it was it was like warm or what anything in the bottle or whatever. It was just like, it was good, just good stuff. Like ice cold bottle, beautiful. Uh, with the 40s, Bud Ice. Oh, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. I, I, I did I did Edward 40 Hands for, I can't remember if it was my bachelor party or someone else's. We did it in Montreal and did it with Labatt Extra Dry. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, oh, no. it was great. It was great. Oh, God. See, I'm imagining like my new headcanon for Kamisha's very cheap beer that he got at the Texaco is yes. that the attendant there was desperately trying to flirt with him and like selling him way, 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 way too cheap. And it's like, notice me, senpai, with my cheap, cheap beer. They, they had it on the, the door. Or, peel, it was or, peeling, la- the or door. peeling labels off of whatever the fuck else that was. Oh, he's coming maybe this time. 
Was it a girl that worked at the? Oh no! So. No, I'm just like I don't think so. To sum this all up, congrats to West Virginia head coach Skip Holtz. This is going to be great. I quit. <laughs> Take me home, Skip Holtz. We're going to have a little fun now because we're talking about conference realignments. I want you guys to tell me who is in currently in the American. American. Let's all do it to, do it together, folks. Who is currently playing football in the American? Talk oh of ball. panic on Morgan in my face. Wait, right now. I mean, like, are we gonna just like do this together, or I mean, how are we doing this? I, I I, wanna... I'm looking. I'm looking at it. Okay. Oh, I don't so want to talk over everybody, but I, I probably I, I hope to get this correct. As the so we'll, let's do let's do this. We'll go. We'll go. We'll go. Escal- we'll go. Kamish, pick girl okay. Beth, and we'll just rotate through teams. Okay. 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 The okay give me one. All right. Give me I'll one, start, I'll start with Tulane. Okay, you got Tulane. Temple. Okay. Got Temple. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> There's one that is relatively geographically close to Temple that I know is still in the American. I don't know. I haven't kept track of the American at That's all. Fine. That's totally fine. Okay. It's going to be bad for me. My turn. Okay. Yep. UTSA. Yes, UTSA has moved to. That's right. The American. The American. Is East Carolina in the American? I know it's not my turn. Yeah. There you go. She gets the credit yes. there. East Carolina is in the American. There we yeah. go. Okay. Yeah, Navy is the one that I was hinting at Beth about. Oh, okay. Navy is, I'm... yep, the U.S. Naval Academy. Hold up, are they? Yeah. It would have been a big deal if they left. You're right. Sorry. My, my, I, I'm. <laughs> are oh, they? This, like, this, list, this list is, this list this is broken up weirdly. I have, I have this in my This face. list, because the problem is it's on the affiliate list. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, okay. Navy is on there. Okay. Memphis. Memphis is in the American. Yes. Okay. The North Texas Mean Green. Mean Green are in the American. USF didn't go anywhere. USF is still in the American. That is correct. Rice. Rice is a new member of the American. Absolutely. To get that Houston market. They lost Houston. So everyone knows the, the true team in Houston is fucking Rice. That's right. Dirty Rice. Say hi okay. to your girlfriend. Who else we got? Uh, <laughs> SMU getting this getting parts of the Southwest Conference back together. Yeah, Tulsa. Yeah, Tulsa is. Yeah, the singular golden hurricane. One golden hurricane, only one, one. that that blew their goalpost down. Which they they need to borrow that leveler from Marshall. Are the Shockers in? No. Yeah, not playing football, but we'll count them. Wichita State. Okay. Oh, we going basketball here too? Okay. I mean, they count their conference member count, in the yeah, same count. way that Notre Dame is an ACC member. Count it. Absolutely. Okay, I got three more teams. Three more teams in the American. American. How many teams is that total? 12? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, one 7, we're gonna 8, talk 9, about, 10, 11. Okay. One we're going to talk about later on the podcast. The Charlotte Niners. The Charlotte Niners are in the American. Um, the one uh, infamous, what was that That fight song that we didn't get right? Uh, the Owls are on the prowl in the American. Yes. Oh, okay. F-A-U. 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 We got right. one more. The final piece of the American puzzle. USF? We already, already got USF. USF. We already got USF. We got, we got, we got, you know. UAB. UAB just moved UAB oh, yeah. Blazers. That's right. I was about to do the Trent Dilfer thing. You cannot lose games in the NFL and win. It's so famous audio they clip. lost, they lost Cincy, Houston, and UCF. Mm-hmm. And they gained Charlotte, FAU, North Texas, Rice, UAB, and UTSA. That's a trade. I mean, it's, it's clearly not one for one. No, 
I'm still interested in this conference. Now, again, mm-hmm. I'm on this mm-hmm. podcast for a reason. Yeah. So that doesn't say much about me or about the conference, much as it's about me. Those mm-hmm. of us on this podcast have very specific interests and the new American is likely to be one of them. Yes. Well, so that's true, except let's talk about the new Conference USA. Oh, yeah. I have to make myself a Quizlet for all of these. Yeah, we're going to have to do some flashcards over the fall. Can't wait yeah. until Sporkle updates for all of these. <laughs> oh, my God. Because now in Conference USA, I'm not even going to make you guys guess these. Thank you. Oh, we, I, have, I was ready. we have FIU. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Jacksonville State moving up. That's right. Congrats to, uh, to Rich Rod. He is back, baby. Back Rich. in. Back in FBS. Back I in think FBS. we talked about the fact that Rich Rod is at Jacksonville State, and I memory hold that immediately, and now I'm horrified again. Have yep. you seen the Jacksonville State Gamecock mascot? It looks like yes. it's like, it's please, great. please let me, like, why am I in this, you know, costume? Why? We help, have, help it has out. big just let me die energy. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> don't, don't forget this, the Sam Houston State Bearcats with we a have K. The bear, we have Sam Houston State moving up. We have Liberty. Biberty. We have Bobbity Louisiana Boo. Tech. You're who, you're, be- you're bleeping that, right? Of course. We have Louisiana Tech, who is never going to get in the Sun Belt as long as the other two Louisiana schools are there. We have Mitsu in Western Kentucky, who are basically in a suicide pact at this point. We have UTEP. Yeah. And we have our beloved New Mexico State University Aggies. That's right. Which makes, by the way, this year the hundredth playing of the Battle of I-10 between. UTEP and New Mexico State. This is a conference game for the first time since the 60s when they were both in the border conference together. But this is New Conference USA. And guys, I am fascinated by this. <laughs> because gun to my head, I tell you that Western Kentucky is probably going to win this conference, but I don't know that for sure. I have no idea how this is going to go. Sam Houston State has won a national title in the yeah. last three years. Yeah. It was hmm. the COVID year, right? The spring. They won the COVID year, yes. The spring season, yes. Moving up is hard, but it's mm-hmm. not, I mean, it's hard, but James Madison has shown that it doesn't have to be like that hard. Mm-hmm. So yeah, is- like this conference could very much be like the crab bucket conference, except oops, all tasers. Mm-hmm. I just, yep. I just, I just want the, you know, bleep school here not to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of mm-hmm. course. Yeah, That's, I mean, that's what we're all really yeah. going for. They do have, they do unfortunately have a head coach that I liked at one point. Because he, they did he milkshake ducked. And it sucks. He went from I piss teal to Jerry Falwell's. I just like that. We also have, by the way, Kennesaw State, which will be moving up in 2024. They're playing an indep- they're playing as an ind- FCS independent this year, I believe. Right. And so Undefined. they're moving up as well. This is just gonna be so much fun. I am so excited for this conference. <laughs> what is it? What, what's their new thing? This is us. No, no one no can limits, defeat us. No limits on us. No one can replace us. Wait a second. No, no limits on us. Yes. That's what I said. With, right? the, con- with the conference muted. US, the US. Okay. Yeah. I was like, am I muted? It's not. <laughs> it's, it's not great. Uh, your rate limit has been exceeded. My rate limit exceeded. Rate limit exceeded. <laughs> I was talking too much. I got rate limited on the podcast. Rate limit exceeded. And then lastly, we have our newest, biggest 12. Big 12 is up to 14. Oh, yeah. Who's the biggest? Yeah. Who's the biggest 12? Are you the biggest 12? Yes, you are. Mm-hmm. With the additions of Cincy, UCF, BYU, and... Are you forgetting one? BYU? You said that, right? I said BYU, Cincy, UCF. And Houston. 
Houston. Uh, yeah, we all have collective amnesia. Excellent. Uh, we just said it like a little while ago. Too. I know. Shit. We're like, well, you got to get the Houston market since Houston left for the Big 12. The problem <laughs> is, is that you think about Dana on his throne of Red Bull for just a couple of minutes and your brain just kind of blanks and then you're like, whoa, where am I? Where am yep. I? Yep. My God, I'm in Cushada. It's exactly how it feels to have him as your head coach for a couple of years. <laughs> this is the only year we're going to have the biggest 12. The biggest 12. They go to Big 12 again next year after <laughs> Texas and Oklahoma you take know, their leave. I, I really like it when somebody's conference has the same amount of teams that they they say they have i kind of enjoy that it's very pleasing when they have 12 teams in the big 12 instead of just having 10 or 14 teams in the the big 10 uh, instead of having 10 uh that's just one thing that like irks me but as the commissioner of the sickos committee just just make it not match all all the conferences need to have numbers in their names that don't match I need the Pac-12 to hold on to Pac-12. Yes, don't don't downgrade back to Pac-10. Whenever USC and UCLA, they've changed it several times. Don't do yeah, it. They have. Don't do it. Leave it Pac-12. And don't, don't do the bullshit the no. Big Ten did, where they hide an eleven in their logo but keep the Big Ten okay, name. But I, that but was I love kind that. of silly. No, like, I want to see what they do that. now with the Big Ten with sixteen teams. Like hide the sixteen. Some, hide the sixteen somewhere. An outline. Like you have. Just do it. I, I I bet you like they have people working around the clock to try to figure out how to make the B-I-G into 60. The G could turn into a 6 pretty well, though. I think that may be easy. B-1-6. B there yeah, we go. Like I've six, solved it. I just I can, remember I can, I can my mom seeing on, on. like the B-1-G and be like, well, how is that pronounced? I'm like, Big Ten. And she just looked at me like, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to jump back real quick and just appreciate, as we have already on the podcast, that in the one year of Big Big 12, we do get Texas at Houston. Oh, yeah. I am a little disappointed Mm -hmm. that we don't get Texas at Cincinnati in November because that's what Texas deserves. Hey, do you want some chili? We put brisket on it. Texas West Virginia game this year? Uh, no. I don't think so. Making anyone go to Morgantown at noon is it's just been a fun tradition. Yeah, especially when you uh, uh, the number of sunburns I've gotten at Texas games. Uh, I, uh, I do I do want to double back to we're gonna talk. This is gonna be a Charlotte heavy podcast. I need everyone just to be like aware of this. We're gonna go big on Charlotte tonight. You say that like we're not almost an hour into the podcast already. Yeah, we're gonna go big on Charlotte tonight. The Biff Pogi beef. Do you all? First, we've talked about Biff Pogi before. Biff Pogi was apparently at Michigan, like Jim Harbaugh's like rah 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 man, the CEO brain of things. And Charlotte hired him. We've said that Biff Pogi is great because for the longest time, I think it still is, his Twitter avatar is just an, someone holding an egg. Yeah. He didn't even have a Wikipedia article, I believe, the lot when Charlotte hired him. Because I remember on this podcast going like, "Who the fuck is Biff Pogi?" He had a stub. He, he has like three sentences. Mm-hmm. And Biff Pogi has started beef on Twitter with Charlotte boosters and App State like assistant coaches. Poster King. We love Beef Pogi. Be- beef best... Pogi, come on the podcast. We got we beef, got Beef we Pogi got, sounds beef. like <laughs> sounds like if you go to a Chinese restaurant too often and they name an item after you. Beef <laughs> Pogi, a rare variant of Cincinnati chili. It's just stroganoff with Pocky in it. Oh, but what kind of pocky? Oh, strawberry. Probably the strawberry, strawberry. one. Yeah. Mm. Strawberry. I like how we're on the same the gross out mind. 
hot take green tea pocky is the best pocky. the matcha is good Ooh. i've never had this pocky oh, hmm. sorry sorry Kamish, we jumped on one of your jokes sorry you no that's okay you, you just just walked all over the you you, you uh tenderized my biff beef <laughs> oh there sorry yes that's all biff i wanted beef. to say is biff beef this was sort of a thing where biff pogey was like hey we should you know it sucks that charlotte isn't supporting us blah 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 didn't directly call out some like charlotte boosters but tried to make it sound like the city of charlotte should fall in behind this football team that has existed for you know 10 years then uh trey kavanaugh who is an assistant at app state go aspirations are great think i've seen firsthand how aspirations can turn into reality just don't confuse aspirations for entitlement and Biff Pogi responds, you coach at App State, no one gives a crap about what you think. Ooh. Ooh. God damn. Flame emoji, flame emoji, flame emoji. That's some spicy Biff beef. Spicy Beef Pogi coming soon to a Chinese restaurant near you. <laughs> would, you like a, would you like a spicy Biff Pogi hoagie? Ooh. Oh, oh yeah. That's got to be. The Biff Pogi hoagie has to be a sandwich. <laughs> Hoagie, hoagie. It's on uh, Wawa's secret menu. It is, mm-hmm. apparently. Then that coach shot back. I'm glad I grew up around the people that I did that showed me how to do this, how to do this profession the right way. Hope every high school player and coach I've been associated with in Charlotte sees this. So Ooh. it's getting spicy. It is. You missed Ooh. the last sentence of that tweet, which is important. Oh, yeah. Thanks for giving enough of a crap to tweet at me. Handshake emoji. Handshake emoji. <laughs> Woo! I didn't. I just love how his comeback is. You weren't raised right. (laughs) That's. I mean, what more? What more of a? What more of like a southern like Mm -hmm. comeback can you get than like that person? So like someone raised you wrong. That is so Mm -hmm. just a dagger. Okay, that last picture I just put in of Biff Pogi, him wearing the visor. I swear that's John Goodman. It's great. I mean, like John Goodman playing a head coach. I need him to bring back the oh wow the tank tops. <laughs> Scroll up because the tank tops are great. I'm just oh my god, like crazy oh. right now. This is yeah. like it has the same energy as like the Bill Belichick like sleeveless hoodies, mm-hmm. but it's also like a sorority girl came in and did the like t-shirt V-neck yep. thing. Mm-hmm. Yep, a lot did of he we... DIY. I have so many. Yes, questions. he did. He absolutely, he absolutely did. DIY this. Look at the last picture and look at the arms. Does he not have a wife who was like, hey, you, you're you not cutting straight? I just, my man. It does, it does have can, really strong this, sorority girl energy. I this can be a look. This can be a serve even, but you have to get scissors that are but, sharp enough and cut straight. So I think what happened here is the first time he did this, he grabbed the sewing scissors. Mm. Yeah. No, no. He, he grabbed the scissors crime. that they used to cut the athletic tape to do well, this. No, I'm going to bet he got the sewing scissors. Okay. And I'm going to bet that that wasn't the only thing he cut that day. Mm. <laughs> he then like cut poster board or something. Oh, no. And now oh, he's not yeah. allowed to have those anymore. Mm-hmm. So he has to do all of his wardrobe adjustments with the kitchen shears. Yeah. The same one he uses to spatchcock a chicken. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it can cut through a breastbone. It can absolutely cut through your, you know, Under Armour t-shirt. I would like to appreciate Discord member... Hussard de la Mort for giving us a baseball player wearing a baseball jersey very similar to Biff with a very jackets. deep V. The very deep V. Oh, yes. what, is, what is his name? The baseball player's name here. Just I, I don't know. This was this was some minor league game. Oh man, there's how 
how much how much Twitter movement do we need to get on this completely dead platform to get Biff Pogi to put on this outfit? Biff Pogi and the Rita's mascot. Oh hey. Oh hey. Awesome. Rita's is great. Pennsylvania forever. Is it is it frozen custard? Uh so they do custard, but they primarily do um Italian water ice. Ooh, cool. Very good. Both yep. good. Michigan shorts? Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, because he was a Michigan. Yeah. Right. Oh, is that is that Michigan shorts with a Charlotte shirt? I believe that so. is yes, that is Michigan shorts with a Charlotte shirt. This is like when Mark, like, like when 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 Rick went to Miami, they had to keep fucking like getting rid of his Georgia shit he kept wearing. Like he wore a Georgia belt to a meeting or like to a press conference or something. All I'm getting out of this series of photographs is that Biff is secretly a committee member and needs to come on the show. Oh yeah, absolutely. I I don't know what's gonna happen in Charlotte this year. But it's going to be fun to watch. We could be talking like urban at Jacksonville speed run of just self-immolation or this could work. Biff seems to be a certain way, right? But I don't think he's the certain way that urban is. I'm talking more along the lines of how bad does it have to go in year one? Mm. Like, like we're talking a year one firing. That I that like it could definitely go that way for whatever reason. I could see this being a little Brian Harsony, but without the boosters. Charlotte boosters, all two of them. Don't you listen to them, Trevor? You're really nice. So the yeah. so the baseball one that had the short sleeves on, uh, his name is Luke Voigt. So if y'all have to look it up on Twitter, if it allows you to do that. And <laughs> apparently, somebody said my favorite baseball slut is uh out there sledding again. And I that mean, was, that was Luke Voigt. Yes. Full credit. If you're into that sort of thing. <laughs> I mean, I, I we am. Do not, we do not slut shame our baseball We are players. not slut shaming. We, we are we are fans. Go right ahead. If, if I have we, are, we are only fans, you might say. We are only fans. <laughs> These, join our, uh, click our link tree and join the sick only fans. I need oh, to do that, no. that image now. Hold up. I got to do that image now. The sick I can do the logo. Fans. I can do the, lo- the logo. It's fine. Yeah. Well, sounds like somebody's getting the title this week. We're going to... <laughs> There's no way that's the title. It's gonna be rate limit exceeded. You say right? that now. It's, it's, it's gonna be, it's gonna, it might be rate limit exceeded. It's gonna be rate we limit exceeded. We the offseason and we had a one nine hundred title. And <laughs> <laughs> pick up the phone. Uh, like, Join us. That's when the podcast thing. took a turn. Mm. Uh, I do want to share a story with you guys that happened to me today. Oh. This is this is. I, I just added it to it. I just want to tell you guys this story. It was kind of weird. I was at Home Depot and I ever heard some guy asking if he could build some additions on the interior of an old van he had. He said that his friend Derek had built some additions like inside it before. And he goes, oh, you know, Dare? The Home Depot employee said, yeah. So the other guy, it's the van Der built. Boo. Okay, so they were talking about Der's building skills and how he'd messed up some of the soldering when he was first building the interior. Yeah, apparently let some of the solder get on his arm. And Dare said, oh, burn when it hit his arm. Boo. Oh, my God. I got more. The two guys kept talking and the Home Depot employee asked the guy if he knew George. Oh, Georgia, I know him. So is he still married to Flo? I heard that Flo threw out a ton of his old top grade report cards from elementary that he was keeping. Oh, Florida's? Florida's? That was close. Oh, That's awful. Apparently Flo's best friend Carol's in town too. And uh, they used to do plays together in Birmingham. And Carol still lives in the deep south. But Flo used to always step on Carol's words when they act together. Then Flo would go, oh, those were South Carolines, eh? South Carolines, uh? Yeah. So uh, I went home and I told my wife this story, but she wasn't interested. But she asked if I picked up the knee braces that I needed. She told me to get 10 of them. And I didn't know what size to get. So I got A through E. Mm. Well, she got mad. And she said, I told you to get 10 knee C's. Okay. Jail. Keep going. 
I apologize. And I asked, she asked if I took out the recycling. I made pasta the other night and used cans of tomato. And I asked, Arkansas sauce? Arkansas? Of course I did. I got, I threw it out. Hey, did I tell you guys about my kid's school teacher? I don't know, but it just means more. Uh, no, it's, it's Miss Suri. She's great. She just replaced Miss Alicia, but we all called her Miss Al. Well, Miss Al actually left to start an acoustic guitar band. It's Al's a band, yeah? Al, Al's a, Al, Al's a band, yeah, Alabama. There's also Miss L. She's great. She drives an SUV, but the last letter fell off the back of her vehicle. So it's it's now L's SU. Then there's Miss Easy. Uh, he brought home a spelling book. That's a spelling teacher. And I asked who drew the P. He said, oh, that's Miss Easy's P. Mississippi. Mississippi. Okay. And then I asked where she was from. And, and the kid said, oh, she's from Pennsylvania. That's Miss Easy's P state. Mississippi state. Miss. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh my God. Do you guys pay taxes? You have to make sure you pay them, right? I heard there's all sorts of forms with all sorts of letters. For me, I have to pay my taxes A's and M's. Tax, tax, taxes, taxes A's. Okay. My accountant, though, is stuck on form E, though. He's a nice, like, Ken's a nice guy, but he's always had this problem. Ken's stuck E? Ken's stuck E? That's all all the SEC schools in a set of puns. (laughs) Well, you got to expand that joke. Uh-uh. Uh, oh yeah oh don't worry gotcha. you need two more there also thank you for that because i'm never gonna feel bad making a bad joke anymore you shouldn't never never uh, never I, again I, on this podcast i plan never on I, pl- I plan on doing these things for a while now so just everyone like yeah you. congratulations jordan you have earned yourself a one-way ticket to bad pun jail which yeah. is separate from food crime jail I don't think I don't think they'll extradite me from one to the other. But can I serve these sentences? You can serve the sentences concurrently. Oh, good. The amount of community service is going to be impressive. Mississippi, Mississippi's peas, Mississippi. I was I was a rock. I'm gonna guy. I'm gonna put him under the jail that I Vanderbilt. All right, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's the it's the Van Der Belt. That's all right. Sorry. That was the least tortured pun out of all of yeah. those. Yeah, simply bad. That's I what I did tonight while I was sitting watching Righteous Gemstones with my wife. Hmm. Oh Just my watch God. the show from now on and enjoy. <laughs> no, I had to, no, I had to multitask. I felt like okay. I needed to bring something tonight. Okay, sure. So I brought this. Oh, you brought it. You brought it. Listen, I know you're not technically supposed to bring a bowl of battery acid for, um, to the potluck, but sometimes you do what you have to do. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> this is a gift for you guys. I brought something mm-hmm. I thought you'd enjoy. You're telling me you didn't? <laughs> Anyways, oh that one's done. You know, it's funny. So, like he was, yeah. he sent us a picture earlier today that he was actually at Home Depot. That was yesterday, mm-hmm. but yeah. Oh, yesterday. Okay. But I, there was a picture that he went to Home Depot. So I thought this was a legit story at first and then slowly starts to set in like, oh God, no. <laughs> Suddenly you realize you're in hell. I'm sorry. Next time I'll stay more engaged in the chat and not play with wildlife all day. <laughs> <laughs> We also had two, though this is real sports now. This is not me. Like I, I'm, no, I'm done with that, by the way. The we're clear. Are, we're clear. Let's. That's exactly what someone who is not done with that would say. Ding, ding, ding. Right. Just going to leave you on edge for a bit. <laughs> we do have, we had Formula One today and the name of the game was track limits. There were penalties given after the race was over that actually changed the standings. Track limit exceeded. Rate limit exceeded. Yes. And because this way this this Austrian course is made, there are lots of spots where you can clip corners that are technically like going out of bounds. 
And if you get too many no-nos, you start getting points, you know, you start getting seconds added on, added on, added on. Boo. And then we had people snitching on each other. Boo. Like, like while they were driving, being like, well, so-and-so went off here. It was really snitchy. Oh, God, it's racist for first graders. I hate this. F1 mm-hmm. hates fun. It does. Honestly. And because, of course, Max Verstappen wins. Well, someone said today. F1 hates fun. Someone said today that I, I put the music for the Dutch national anthem in, in the tweet. And someone said there are too many time changes in a national anthem for this national anthem because it goes from four to a couple two, measures two. of two and then at three at the end. And I had to explain that, like, well, no, this song is old enough that this was written before we had, like, concept of measures in time. So we just phrased it. And I wondered how that went. I was rate limited, so I couldn't see. <laughs> yeah, I, I, had, I had to explain that this was, like, before meter existed the way we think it does. Maybe, but, yeah, maybe it the goes best from, folks like, were four meter to... limited. Rate limit exceeded. I was trying to think of a good, like, like dyke joke, but I couldn't. <laughs> you, had to let one, you had to let that one all burn. Okay, can, I, can, I do one, can I do one live? <laughs> But then I went, the, 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 then it was, oh, so this race was in Austria, right? And so because Red Bull won, they said, we don't have to go in place next week. We're okay. We're home. Yeah. Oklahoma. Okay. La home. Yeah. No. Okay. No. And, and no. no. Okay. You're also, leaving that in though. So everyone can hear your shame. Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like the rest of them were any better than that. Come on. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but yeah. we got to give our opinion on this one. <laughs> yes, we did. Live opinion. You didn't. Yeah, you didn't know it was. Co- you didn't know it was. Co- you knew this one was coming. You did not know the other ones. You thought I was just struggling for words. You also didn't realize I was going to do fourteen of them. No. Uh, also, NASCAR tonight. Yes. Swam through a race in Chicago while did- it was flooding and raining, and did oh, a no. very good impression of Chicago traffic generally, from what I saw. It did. Lakeshore Drive basically looked like any other day on Lakeshore Drive. Have any of you guys ever actually driven Lakeshore Drive? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Gorgeous. Excellent. Oh, oh, the the scenery of this race was beautiful. Oh, yeah. But watching these cars go 10 miles per hour around, like NASCAR's going 10 miles per hour around like a a full 90 degree right-hand turn is hilarious. So you're saying a duck boat wins this race? Oh, easily would have won this race. One of my NASCAR hot takes is that NASCAR should run the boot at Watkins Glen because I'm a sicko and would like to see things like that. <laughs> Beth, do you want to go to Watkins Glen sometime? Yes. Okay. Yes. Let's do it. You had me at Watkins Glen. And then, guys, I have some earth-shaking corfball news. Uh-oh. Taiwan won the Under-17 World Corfball Championship. A World Corfball event has never been won by a team other than Belgium or the Netherlands. And how many Ooh. times has Belgium won? Once in the like, <laughs> once in the World Championship, zero times in under seventeen. That's right. So basically, the Netherlands is is the dynasty of all dynasties. They have invented the sport of korfball. Literally, they've only they have only lost the World Championship once, and that was to Belgium, which is which is level. basically Dutch. Yes. Okay. Hey. 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 French speaking Belgians. You don't count here, okay? Is that We're the, all about. Is that the Flanders region? No, that is. Oh, okay. There's there's Wallonia, and then there's the yeah the Fl- Flanders Flemish, yeah, mm-hmm. and then Flemish is close to Dutch, I believe. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's the part that counts. French speaking Belgium, don't give a shit about you. Okay, <laughs> just being real clear here. That's right. Form a, form a fucking government, then we'll talk, okay? The, Are they still without government? The oh, existence wow. of Belgium as a country, the more you like read into it, the more insane it becomes. 
Yes. Because there are two very nationalist groups of people who very much do not want to be part of the same country as each other. And yet, here they are. Good job, Belgium. I mean, the Dutch did colonize the area of Taiwan in the 1640s. Oh, okay. So this, so, okay. So, so hold up. This actually does make some sense here. Okay. Taiwan is always third or fourth in these things. Like they're always like right under the bubble, but they never break through. This is, this is shocking beyond belief. This so is does, amazing. Does this mean that Taiwan has now colonized the Dutch? Congratulations, Taiwan. Sorry, Chinese Taipei. We do, we do follow the one China, two systems policy on this podcast. No, we don't. Fuck that. So, Taiwan. So I'm, I'm just saying Chinese Taipei, Chinese government, if you want to buy our podcast, we are also happy to do that. I'm more than happy to say one China, two systems. We believe in that here. Also, Sales Committee out of Macau. I'd be all about this. Taiwan, if you would like to also colonize our podcast sure. in addition to that's also That's also fine. That's fine. Let's talk about some of our things we're going to pimp here now. Yeah. First off, besides one china two systems something something that we use to pay our taxes i mean taxes our taxes yeah oh my god i I, again i got the full expansion there we go it's great yeah i got it so much dad going on on this podcast today right first off we have our patreon and our discord we are adding for the patreon listeners commission's corner commission's comedy corner kkk would be great (laughs) i had the look already set stop it Not the game. I'm gonna call it. Vicious Culture now. Corner, KKK. <laughs> What's come on, what man? Was the, what was the? What was the? It was the Krusty the Clown joke. Krusty's comedy classics. And yes. goes, oh, no, no, that's not good. That's not good. No, it, no, it's. I, I may need to change the name now, but I, I've called it <laughs> Commission's Corner. We're gonna be reviewing some sicko seasons of the past. You know, we we do the best seasons of all time for teams that are below 500 of all time, but. I'm going to be taking it a little bit of a detour, probably doing about a 10 to 15 minute podcast on our Patreon, along with the Discord benefits that you would get if you were to join the $5 tier of the Patreon. You will get these probably, uh, I'm going to start maybe in about a week or two, depending on the craziness that's going on with the the real job and, uh, you know, just life in general with two kids. I, I'm definitely going to throw that out there. I, I'm just going to review some sicko seasons. I have two seasons that I've, I've already done some notes for. They're going to be about 10 to 15 minutes long. Uh, one season involves three ties. The next season after that involves four ties. So if you're very interested in the Patreon and you'd like to hear me talk about seasons with a lot of ties, go ahead and sign up for that and join us in the Discord where we're posting live images. You'd be able to see the Garfield the Garfield Keeney that we Garf started Keeney. with, the Garf Keeney, uh, the the Biff Pogi posting that we were doing throughout the show. Uh, we typically recorded about 9 p.m. Central Standard Time or Central Daylight Time. I don't even know. Say it. Say the line, Pit Girl. Linear time was a mistake. There we go. Uh, so we normally do that, and we just throw no context images. And whenever you listen to the show two days later after it comes out. Uh, you can go reference these these images and and go right along because you know podcasting is a visual medium and Pit Carol just dropped her laptop so that was I great. dropped my phone it's fine it's great she's <laughs> fantastic also I wanted to plug the Sickos merch store uh, yes. there it, it, it is just basically sickos committee store or you can just Google Sickos Committee store and you can do that I've been creating some crazy stuff for winter all right. 
there is something that I can make now that is called a bomber jacket where I can put designs all over it. Unfortunately, this thing Christ. is just incredibly white. It's just all white. So I'm just going to, I can make this look like a, a sicko's NASCAR jacket with logos everywhere. If you want to buy it, I, we, I, you know, let me know. I will make that. But, you know, there's some other merchandise we got going. We got a lot of stickers. I'm working on making some beveled merchandise because you, you folks love some beveled things. Also, I want to see if I can use the the CFL in USA logos like that are from the defunct teams like the Shreveport oh, Pirates, yeah. uh, the Memphis Mad Dogs, the San Antonio, uh, I forgot what they were called, the, the Generals? I have no idea what it uh, is. Something like that. Yeah. The Gunslingers? No, that's a different league. San Antonio had so many teams, I got confused. So, uh, like it almost up with Birmingham levels yes, of how many like, teams they had. So San Antonio, Memphis, and Birmingham, we're probably going to talk about that in the podcast at one point, yeah, yeah. Uh, of how many teams they, they it hasn't worked for them previously in the past, but but no, this time, this team will work. Uh, so definitely. They are absolutely that intersection yeah. that has had a McDonald's and an Arby's and a P.F. Chang's they, they and had, an they had a, now and nothing can stick. Nope. They had a Hardee's and a Carl Jr.'s. That's impressive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the Arby's, the, the, the Pizza Hut turned into uh, a dentistry and then back into a Pizza Hut. Right. Uh, so yeah, definitely something like that. Don't worry, guys. The Kentucky Fried Taco Hut is really going to be able to make a go of it here. <laughs> we are at the combination Long John Silver's, KFC, and Taco Bell inside an old Pizza Hut. That's where we're at. <laughs> personal pan tartar sauce. Let's go. If you use... Okay, so so personal pan dough, because people use like white sauces on pizza. No. No. Jail. So tartar sauce. Jail. Wait, hold on. Hold on. I'm already in jail. I'm, I'm serving concurrent okay, double okay. secret probation. Okay, so here, so here's my thought. Hold on. You wanna you wanna lay down that tartar sauce layer. Okay. Then you're gonna hit that with Diablo sauce. Okay. Yeah. On top of it, because that's gonna give you kind of your red sauce. Uh-huh. And then you need to like get down into the bottom of the fryer. Okay. And get like the crackling bits. Okay. Oh the um the... oh shit what are they called at Long John Silver's? Yeah. The cracklies. Yes. Yeah. This no, would be a perfect crackles. pizza for Lent on Fridays. Yeah. Oh, hey, that's yeah. what we're going to market it as. Pit Girl does up. not like seafood, so she's no. dying over here. Pit Girl does not eat anything. That Crumblies. They're called Crumblies. Crumblies. Yeah. Or you could roll the crust in them like Hungry Howie's. Oh, they serve it. Serve it with a nice big mug of A and W root beer, and I think you really have something. Get that A and W root beer is the only thing about this hypothetical thing that appeals to me, but I'm very much into that part specifically. Uh, check, check the check the chat real fast, guys. Get, oh God, oh, no. you I can buy crumb. You can buy like a pack of crumblies. You just want straight up crumblies? Yeah, they sell them. Just like the the fried bits that come off the fish. Yeah. Am I allergic to crumblies? <laughs> <laughs> You know, they have mayo. They have mayo in them. Who knew? The crumblies has mayo in the breading. Also, want want to plug the Message Board Geniuses podcast. Those guys go into places that we would never go. They look at message boards and they see people being just like showing their entire asses on there. Today, when Notre Dame lost a recruit to Ohio State, they are in <laughs> fire everybody mode. I think their they, podcast that that came out on Friday, uh, they. They had a, a few things they discussed. An LSU fan's ode to Paul Skeens, the pitcher, the most valuable player pitcher they had for LSU winning the College World Series. A Tennessee fan had some hot take uh, on basketball and marijuana. Uh, an FSU fan's plan to spread his father's ashes at Doak Campbell Stadium. 
uh, a Michigan State's fan to call to criminalize criminalize obesity, uh, a Texas A&M fan's problematic family tree. <laughs> oh, no. And then, of course, they nominate every week the genius of the week. If the Texas A&M fan is not the genius of the week, I, I, I am terrified to see what it could be. But check them out. Also, the Substack, the Sicko Substack is coming out tomorrow morning with more teams that have never played each other. Yeah. We have a lot more of these coming because we keep finding like weird connections that never happened. Yeah. So on this podcast, you know, Penn State and Virginia Tech have never played each other. Wait, that's really? So, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. so bizarre. It is, that it is, is, incredibly, it is bizarre. incredibly bizarre. And I explored how many times they attempted to play each other and how many times they've canceled mm-hmm. on each other. Oh, they killed it. It. Is, it is just an absolute mess. And I don't know. It feels like one of those really bad sitcoms of the will they, won't they? And they just need to just fucking do it already. It's this is so the bad. worst Craigslist misconnection. I used to read those all the time because they were funny as hell. Yeah, I just met you and this is crazy. <laughs> not even that. Not just I met you. It's like, I, I saw the back of your head on a subway and this is crazy. Will you marry me? It was Sorry. real crazy. And uh, then, as, uh, as always, home field apparel, the softest, greatest themed shirts. This week, we have a new school launch. UT Chattanooga. Put the mocks. The mocks. I can't. I am so hyped. I love when they launch these little schools. When they launch the little schools, the FCS, they launch all of those things. I am such a huge fan when they do that. And that's why I love home field because they, they, I mean, I have like Grand Valley State shirts. Yep. I have trying to like Northern Kentucky, the Norse. Like I have those shirts and home field carries those with their weird logo logos. I really need to get that Radford shirt that looks like Elmo's dad. I really need to get that one. Uh, and if you have not purchased anything from Home Field, we have a 15% off code. Uh, it is yes. Ha ha ha. Yes. Three ha's. Three ha's. Done for sure. Just, Home Field do teal. Please. Please do teal. I, I need to get them to do ULM. And I, the mm-hmm. only thing is, like, I think ULM is just not fun. I don't know if uh, Louisiana's just giving them crap because it used to be called NLU. And they're like, well, you can't use this on merchandise because you're ULM now. And I'm like, that's some bullshit, Louisiana. Let them, let them sell the NLU shit. Yes, ha ha ha, yes, three ha's. Get 15% off your first order and look sharp and get a weird school. Just go in mm-hmm. on it, guys. So Every once in a while, they will have a mystery box. Oh. Always order the mystery box. Done. Mm-hmm. I am having to get rid of an Oklahoma basketball shirt. <laughs> it's Ugh. wonderful. I just don't can't have that in my life. Can't have that OU in your life. I think the you, one that- love- you could solve this problem just by buying the slippery rock pimp coat shirt. Yes, there you go. Run. No, I love my Auburn peacock hoodie and my fun UCLA shirt. Home feels the best. I have a very good Villanova shirt. I have a very good TCU shirt. Nova Nation. I have that one, y'all. I would like to talk about again. This is a Charlotte podcast tonight. Straight up. So we're gonna go long on Charlotte tonight. Guys, let's talk about the 2019 Charlotte 49ers football team and our best seasons of all time for teams who are below 500 all time. I don't know how familiar you guys are with Charlotte football. This is going to be another one where we're talking about sort of a brief history and one shining moment. Uh, yeah, they're, they're, it's the best season for teams that are below 500 all time. And apparently Charlotte's only had one season above 500 all time. 
So we so we are going to talk about that season. That's right. First off, I I do want to say that Charlotte football is not it is a new thing. It started in 2013. Yeah. But Charlotte had football for three years back in the 40s. 46, 47, 48. They went two and four, one and three and oh and five. Interesting. And then decided that football was a mistake. (laughs) Pit girl has lost their laptop again. Sir, this time I I laptop has fallen. No, this time I accidentally knocked my microphone over again, but this time it was while someone was talking. It's fine. Everything's fine. We're good at podcasting, I promise. Oh yeah, we're we're great at that. We're fantastic. We're we're professionals. We're oh god, we are. We do like we do taking money for this. Theoretically, we are professionals. Holy fuck, we've we've made money. I had that. I had I had that moment when I the first time I ever got like got paid money to play my instrument. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh yeah, holy shit! I'm technically a professional. That's awful." Wait, yeah, I'm this, not good enough to be professional. Does this count like that? I'm a professional singer when somebody at a karaoke bar was buying me drinks. Yes, to make me sing. Absolutely so technically, counts. I'm a professional singer. I, I'm putting that on the. the so NCAA did want to talk to you about that. That's <laughs> right. Uh, I'm sorry. benefit. I'm sorry. My rendition of "Dirty Diana" was not great. I apologize <laughs> for that. We have the early, the mid '40s. This was when it was called the Charlotte Center for the University of North Carolina. They were the Owls at that point, by the way. More teams should keep the Owls. Mm -hmm. And they had a problem basically with fewer veterans entering college in the late 40s. They sort of ran out of people to play and it went away. Then back in 2006, they had a football initiative meeting. They were talking about whether they should create a football team or not. Some students were like, I don't want to pay more money for this. And I do want to say that they spent in... 2007, $150,000 to study if we, they were going to add football or not. Guys, we got to get in the consulting business. Wait, wait. $150,000 to study if yes. they should do have football. football? Yes. What? We we got to get into the consulting business. We do. That cable, that cable setup makes me so happy because <laughs> you can't see what's under my desk. It's wonderful. Uh, yeah, so this is I'm... all temporary because I recorded my living room sitting on my couch. So I set this up and tear it back down every time. But there's like four cables running over my leg. It's great. As you can see, I'm in a closet. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, this table is foldable. I fold that and then I put like my microphone on me and, like up at the top of the closet. Yeah, my, take, my, take my microphone is out. sitting on the arm of my couch. <laughs> And Ooh, you got yeah. it. My laptop is on a pillow on my leg, and then I have a temporary second monitor on the coffee table. Totally relaxing. You're not you're not recording in a closet. You're recording in your clothes. Yeah. Uh huh. Your clothes. That's what. That's what. Uh, yes. He, that's what the coach at North Carolina State calls his office too. No, that is Wake Forest. The clothes. Oh, shit, that is Wake so Forest. God damn it! Damn it! It was so good. You're gonna cut that, but okay. No, I'm not. Okay, okay. I won't cut that because that was because sure? me fucking up is funny. Okay, yeah, I do. Yeah. I do leave in my fuck ups most of the time because they are funny <clears throat> to other people, not to me. So they spent one hundred fifty thousand dollars to figure out if they wanted football. By Georgia, I think he's got it. If you're not sure if your school wants football or not, please call us and we will be happy to help you make these decisions That's for right. the very, low, very low price of fifty thousand dollars. By the way, the a football person. feasibility committee. <laughs> was headed by the outgoing board president and prominent Charlotte businessman. <laughs> so it works out great. Yeah, we great. can do this. There will be lots of pretty graphics. Mm-hmm. $50,000 oh, yeah. $50, a person. We got four here. So a total fee of $200,000. Very cheap. We will come to your campus and tell you if you need football or not. 
And I'm not going to tell you in advance. You can probably cut this part, Jordan, but it's going to be, yes, you need fucking football. Let's go. <laughs> we Listen, we represent all of the important demographics. That's right. We have Texas. We have Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. We have men and women. We have white people. And th- that's yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, that's all we got. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm Italian here, all right? That's right. Yeah, <laughs> you, do, you do this on the day of my Italian Bowl 41. Oh. Rate limit exceeded. Rate limit exceeded. The, the, during, during the, like, hype part of those, of the Italian Bowl, they were, like, showing tailgating and showing people getting crazy. It was a lot of Toledo students just drinking their shit, their, like, face off, wearing Carolina Panthers gear, which is fine. Yeah, students, uh, no. Carolina Panthers gear. I don't know. That's the best the part though was you can get to Parma Panthers gear. I assume was was oh, someone just like like scooping the most jarred red sauce on top of a plate of spaghetti, and the announcer's going like, "Look at that Italian flavor." <laughs> <laughs> there was there was fans in the Italian bowl stands that had on like the Italian hats. Like oh, the yeah. chef hats with the Italian the chef flag. Chef hats with the Italian flag. Looks, so like, looks like the fucking Iron Chef Italy wearing gear fucking, like that. So Italian great. Bowl. Italian Bowl, are you listening to me right now? Because next year you need to host this in Cincinnati. Woo! Oh, we can inflict so much psychic damage on the on the Italian football teams. Oh my oh, god. Yeah. Oh yeah. Skyline. Come and have authentic pasta. Skyline. An authentic five way. <laughs> not not like a Berlusconi five way. <laughs> Rest in peace, Burley. Mama, <laughs> hope you're getting hope you're getting clocked by a fucking miniature of a church in heaven. You guys don't I, put chocolate in, in your marinara. Berlusconi's not in heaven. What am I? So what am I saying? Uh, back to Charlotte. <laughs> Their first head coach was Brad Lambert, who was Wake Forest's defensive coordinator, but not in the good years. They joined FCS as an independent. All they the miners who independent. Pull your they, head up at me. They went five and six and five and six. And these, like, they played sort of a, call it a, a, a basic schedule. They played teams like Campbell. They played James Madison. They played a lot of ranked teams that just absolutely beat the shit out of them. But they were doing okay, five and six, five and six. And then they joined Conference USA. The original plan was like, there was no timeline as to when to come up to FBS, but they got the offer and they took it, which makes total sense. It did not go well. We're talking about a two and 10 season, a four and eight season, a one and 11 season, and a five and seven season under Brad Lambert, same head coach. They, I want to say they fired him. Let me double check on that. It feels right. They liked him plenty because like he really helped build the program up. Genuinely, uh, the fact that they went five and seven after going one and eleven says that sort of in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh yes, he was fired. He was allowed to stay on to uh coach the last game of the season. That last game, by the way, they beat Florida Atlantic, who was actually a very good Florida Atlantic that year. I want to say that might have been Lane Kiffin, Florida Atlantic. That was Lane Kiffin, Florida Atlantic, yes. Ayo. That's yeah, that's what happened. But then let's get to 2019. 2019, okay. they hire Will Healy, a name that's synonymous with staying at a job too long because Will Healy stayed at Charlotte past the season, never went back to a bowl game and got fired. And now Will Healy is currently a analyst assistant, with UCF. assistant to the head coach at UCF. Yes. yes. Senior offensive advisor to the head coach. My bad. Wait, mm. so Gus has started his own school for coaches who can't coach good and need to learn to coach better. 
Yep. So I love this arc for him. We this... we're talking about a Charlotte team that went seven and six. Yeah. Uh, five and three in Conference USA, which is good enough for being tied for six. But this was like a big conference. So fourth in the East. Above them, just to give you an idea about how this goes, above them was a nine and four Western Kentucky, an eight and five Marshall, and an eleven and three Florida Atlantic. Lane Kiffin FAU. Right. This is still this is still laying at Kiffin FAU. Will Healy before this was at Austin P. He had taken them to their first playoff run ever. This is before Austin P became like that morass of turnover. I think there was one year they had three coaches at one point. That was the COVID year. They ended up like three head coaches at one point. He brought in a whole bunch of brand new staff, folks from UT Martin, from Memphis. He had his quarterback's coach was from, from Fordham. Hashtag Ramley. Hashtag Ramley. He, he inherited every time it's Fordham. We are, we are Ramley. So how did they get to a bowl this year? Well, let's start going down the list. First game was against the Gardner-Webb running Bulldogs. This was the highest scoring total in Charlotte's FBS area era. They won 49-28. to 28. There's going to be a lot of firsts in this. At home in Jerry Richardson State. But in front of a crowd of 16,000, which not not bad. No, considering that the capacity of it, I saw listed it was 15,000. That's way better than not bad. Right. Standing room only. They win that game. It's an FCS game, but... They're not long after out of SES, so that's still a pretty good, like, that feels pretty good. Oh, yeah. Next next game, they're going, their first visit to Boone. They're going to go play App State. They don't embarrass themselves. It's 56 to 41. Wow. Charlotte put up over 500 yards of offense for the second time this season, and this is something we're going to see. They could put up yards. Their quarterback also set a new record, FBS single game passing record, 296 yards and four touchdowns in the game. The first time Charlotte had scored more than six touchdowns against an FBS opponent on the road. The first time Charlotte had scored four passing touchdowns against an FBS opponent, period. The first Charlotte is the first opponent to score more than 19 points in a game against App State and Boone since 2017. Charlotte's 41 points are the most points scored against App State and Boone since Miami beat them 45 to 10 in 2016. We are seeing good things happening here. Then we find out again that they are very good. They host UMass. And this was 2019 UMass, which isn't even saying something because that could be the same as current UMass. I love you, Don Brown. He loves the Charlotte you too. 49ers win 52 to 17. This is the most points they've ever scored against an FBS opponent again. The first time this 49ers has scored more than 40 points in three consecutive games. 35 points is the largest margin of victory in their FBS games to date. And they had five sacks and that matched the program record for the second time this season. And then they go to Clemson. Guys, this game was not great. This was a money game, and that's fine. Clemson won 52 to 10. Not great. One game losing streak. Oh, no. Next game, they host FAU. This one does not go as well as last time. FAU wins 45 to 27. QB passes for 312 yards, has two TDs, but just can't keep up with Lane Kiffin FAU. That's fine. Now we're going to go play FIU. They're not great. Charlotte loses again, 48 to 23. This happens. They lost control of the game pretty early. The FIU had a 21-point second quarter. You really can't let FIU get 21 points on you at any point in the game. That's not okay. We had another rusher for Charlotte picking up 100 yards in a game this season. That's four of them he's picked it up. So we're having these like great high moments. Two-game slide. We're fine. Third game, 2019 Western Kentucky. This was another like pretty high-powered Western Kentucky at that point. And uh, Charlotte does not do well in this. They end up losing 30 to 14 
in Western Kentucky. By the way, this is also Charlotte's third homecoming game in a row. Not their homecoming. They were other teams' homecomings, three games in a row. But just how ULM is a good get-right game, Conference USA, there's a team you can play that makes things okay. Kaka, My alma mater twice over. The mean green. If you need to get right, you play North Texas. And the 49ers win 39 to 38, including an 18-point fourth quarter. Oh, wow. Absolutely brings it back. In front of a crowd at Charlotte, by the way, of 8,000. A little less than the opener. Let, let this, let's this fourth quarter, like, just, just run it down real quick. North Texas is up 35-21 at the end of, of the third quarter. It's fine. That's 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 a two TD lead against Charlotte. Two TD two TD lead against Charlotte. You're you're fine. You're fine. Then Charlotte hit a 31 yard touchdown pass to make it 35 27. They went for two. They went for two conversion, and they fail. I don't know why they went for two, but uh, I mean, again, that's the thing. You're like, hey, they want to win the game, so the the two point conversion. Let's let's go. So then Charlotte, eight minutes later, three minutes and 34 seconds left. In the game, gets a touchdown. It's 35 33. They fail the two point conversion again. Oh no. Cursed. So North Texas drives down, kills a lot of clock. A minute 12 remaining. They nail a 51 yard field goal. That's got to be game. So it's 38 33, right? Nope. Nope. With 18 seconds left, Charlotte hits a 34 yard touchdown pass from Chris Reynolds. Also, their two point conversion failed again. But. They still, won, they still won the game. They missed three two-point conversions in the fourth quarter and scored and three touchdowns. Still and they still came it. back and won by a point. <laughs> I don't they, know. I don't even know if any other team in college football history has done that. 589 but, yards for Charlotte this game. Okay. Line goes up. QB had 432 total yards of offense himself. He almost ran for 100 yards, and right. he threw for 336. Can I interrupt this for some yeah. gold gold cup conca, CONCACAF highlights here? All right. Live reaction to the gold cup CONCACAF. It's Qatar, or Qatar, whatever you want to say, versus Mexico, right? Mm-hmm. Noted CONCACAF member. Noted Cutter. CONCACAF member, Qatar, or Qatar, whatever you want to call it. I don't care. Cater. Cater. <laughs> Well, uh, Cater only had one shot on goal the entire game. They won and beat Mexico one nothing. Oh, no. Holy oh, shit. my God. Oh, what's God. the equivalent of international soccer message boards? Because I need to go read some oh Mexican God. meltdowns it's, right it's, now. It's Twitter. It's, I, like, it's Twitter. I, search Twitter for El Tree and see what happens. Oh, this is oh, going to be great. No. I'm going to get rate limited on this, and I regret We're, we're totally getting rate limited. Rate limit exceeded. Oh Mexico God. still survives out of the group, but but Cutter advances to the knockout stage by beating Mexico one nothing with one shot, one shot. Make it count. That's right. Shoot, shoot your shot. That's what I say. I, I also I also do want to say that uh, Guadalupe is currently top in Group D. Yes, the a group the, that includes Guatemala, Canada, and Cuba. Guadalupe the, is currently number one. Oh my God! The, the team that I regretted not. Drafting their flag, St. Kitts and Nevis, because there's green also. They've had, they had a rough is, tourney, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> they've played three games, and they've given up 14 goals, and they've scored none, unfortunately. 
Uh, they they played in a stadium tonight that was larger than their population. Yes. Uh, we interrupt Charlotte with this breaking Gold Cup news that is going to be two days old by the time you listen to this. That's fine. But the live reaction's <laughs> worth it. Live reactions are... <laughs> I can't... Oh, my God. I am... I Wait, wait, wait. How about... On. How about you, Cater? Oh, man. This is such a mess. I love it so much. So. Thank you, Carl. We're on a one-game win streak now. Okay, right. Beat North Texas. Now, you host Mitsu. Charlotte wins 34-10. to 10. This is the first win in five tries against Mitsu. And now, with this game, Charlotte has defeated all Conference USA East Division teams at least once, except for Florida International. This is the first time that Charlotte has won back-to-back FBS and conference home game. They go to the Sun Bowl, and they walk away with a win. You can't just walk away into the Sun Bowl expecting a win, and they get it. What? They go to the Sun Bowl. This is their first game in the Mountain Time Zone. Their first game ever in the Mountain Time Zone. Yes. They win it. Unlike UTEP that took 1,027 tries. Years, literally 100 years. What, was Sad it 1,027 tries to get their first win in the Eastern time zone? This is the first time Charlotte has won three FBS and conference games in a row and the first road victory of the season. Quarterback Chris Reynolds sets a new single game FBS passing record for 354 yards. Beth, you'll be happy for this. Beat Marshall 24-13 as in a 14-point fourth quarter. And this gets them bowl eligibility. This is four in a row. This is the record of home wins at five. Tied the school record with the third straight home win. The quarterback moves into the second place all time for passing. And then they go to, for their last game of the season, uh, last uh, regular season, part of the season, they play Old Dominion in the Oyster Bowl. I don't know if you guys know about the Oyster Bowl. I do now. Okay, so it's it's a regular season college football game played in the Hampton Roads area of Virginia. And it's featured in the past. This has been going on since 46. This is included like high school teams, D3 teams all over the place. Like the first one was held between Granby High School and Clifton High School. So is it just like a random number generator? Like we spin two wheels and then they have to play each other? Right. Yeah. And this has been played in Norfolk most of the time. So it's included games like Navy Duke, Pitt Duke, Navy Georgia. That's weird. Duke Navy, Maryland, North Carolina. Okay. Clemson Duke. This is and like the, the original Mayo Bowl. Yeah. This isn't a this isn't a bowl game though. No. This is just like a game they call the Oyster Bowl. I, Many I of these games say, are aggressively ACC. Also. Yeah. It's very, very ACC Atlantic side of things. Uh, for the for for the in the eighties before they stopped playing the game for a while, it was VMI. My God, like, Keydets, what have you done? Like VMI losing a lot of games. They lost to William and Mary, the Citadel. William and Mary, the Citadel, Richmond, William and Mary, the Citadel, and Georgia Southern. So, so VMI won this Oyster Bowl, which my Louisiana accent and my New Orleans accent is is making me want to call it the Oyster Bowl. Oh, the Oyster Bowl. Oyster no, Bowl. no, it's 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 Oyster. Oh my God, the Oyster Bowl. Oh my God, the Oyster Bowl, and it's just like we don't say oil, we we say Earl. Earl. Yeah. So yeah, as soon as you're saying Oyster Bowl, and I'm like, it's Oyster. It's Oyster. Erster. Erster Bowl. But uh, yeah, the Keydets, they won the Erster Bowl in 1981. Then they lost in 82, lost in 84, lost in 87, lost in 88, lost in 90, 91, 92, 93, 94, 95. And then they didn't hold the game 
96, 97, and 98. They just stopped because it, it hurt too much. And, and then, wait, wait. But VMI came back in 2018, and then they lost to Old Dominion. 77 to 14 oh, lost to God, Old Dominion, by the way. Kidets. Kidets, okay. why? Why, Kidets? Old Dominion is the is the team that hosts this game now, basically. VMI uh, has an Erster allergy. Charlotte wins this game 38-22 over Old Dominion. Uh, Old Dominion 2019, were they in FCS at that point? No, yeah, they were in Conference USA at that point. Yeah, I can't remember when they moved. Please enjoy the Oyster Bowl uh, poster I've just posted in the chat. Oh, God. Ooh. Oh, that's nice. Wait, wait. This is... So do you oh, get the 68th right. annual Oyster Bowl, Erster? Is there a 69th Erster Bowl? The Key Dive Shrine, Khedive Shrine is the, the one that sponsors this game and still does. Yes. Ooh. They nice. are one of the one of the many mystic orders of the. I do have questions about the quarterback's like throwing mechanic here because he's got his arm like back behind his head. Pit girl, <laughs> look what I found! Oh no! Uh oh! Oh! Ooh! Navy pit. Yeah. Oh. So they do get a bowl bid, and they go to the best bowl. They go to the Bahamas Bowl, first bowl in program history. Get to go to the Bahamas. Oh, Hell yeah. Really can't complain about that. It wasn't the Popeye's Bahamas Bowl, though. This was the Makers Wanted Bahamas Bowl. Mm. You get to play an eight and five Mac team. Unfortunately, this is uh, Lance Leipold, uh, Buffalo. Oh, no. Oh, and no. They were Charlotte, like, no. Right at this point, but it was eight and five. It was an eight and five Buffalo team that was on the up. The Charlotte loses 31 to nine, but who the fuck cares? They're in the Bahamas. They're in the Bahamas. I mean, like, you know, you got to go to another country for a bowl game. It doesn't matter if you win or lose that one. You're a winner, no matter what. You just just going to that game, you're a winner. This team, by the way, also had two NFL draft picks, the Charlotte team. Alex oh, Highsmith, awesome. DE, went to the Steelers, and Cameron Clark, offensive tackle, went to the Jets. This is a good blueprint for what this team should be going forward, and it never quite meets these heights again. In 2020, the cursed COVID season, they went two and four, but you can't count that. Will Healy went five and seven in 2021. And in a kind of weird move, honestly, Charlotte fired Will Healy after eight games in 2022. They had gone, let me find it, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. They went one and seven in those first eight games. But this was a whole feeling. I remember this happening last year and everyone going like, what the fuck is, is, is going on here? Like, why are you doing this? Yeah. And we're back to they hired Biff Pogi. Yeah. This, and, is, this was a weird one because after Charlotte had that success in this season that we're talking about, if you could look up how many coaches left that staff, like Charlotte did not have the funding to keep their offensive coordinator their defensive coordinator, mm-hmm. any of their analysts. So so Will Healy was trying to put everything together on the fly again in 2020, and then COVID hit. And so it's just kind of like a bad timing for Will Healy. I feel like he had stuff going, but he just could not keep a staff together. And then I feel like he got picked apart again the year after that because it was somewhat relevant again. And then when he goes 1-7, 1-8, and and I mean, they, they did get blasted by FCS William and Mary. That was that was, that that was, was kind of like the last. That was like the last straw there. But it, it's really and by blasted he means forty. Or it was it was actually it was yeah an FCS team beat you by like four touchdowns I think what it was now a pretty good William and Mary. Oh 
Oh, yeah. They made the playoffs. They, they were like lost to Montana seed. State, fifty-five to seven. Don't look about that. Yeah. But like pretty good William and Mary. One thing I will say is that you know I feel like he should have got a little bit more of a chance. Uh, but the thing is, like you know, as we talked about earlier, Charlotte's going to the American now, so they have to upgrade everything. Are they ready? I remember we saw like the the thing from their their stadium. Their stadium had like Windows ninety five on it or something like that. They, but apparently so someone, that's an someone old said picture. it was old. That's it was an old, old picture. It's like a five year old not, picture. Not ninety five old, no. but like five years old. Because their program yeah. hadn't been around since like two thousand thirteen. Yeah. So you know their scoreboard came with Jerry Richardson Stadium, which is I don't know, but oh hey hey pick girl no uh Biff Pogi, uh just looking at his college career all fast. I want I want to need you to see where he's from. Uh oh. Oh no! Oh no! He played for. Pitt. He's a pit man. Oh! <laughs> that feels right. Yeah. Wait, wait, hold on. Sure. Wait, why did so he says wait? he said he was born in Baltimore. His alma mater was Duke, Duke, but his playing career was Pittsburgh for two years as an old lineman. This is he is absolute. This is absolutely some like the real Biff Pogi died in in, in Verdun. Apparently, apparently his... like Biff Pogi has made like a lot of money investing somehow. Yeah. So he doesn't need like too much money to coach. So he's kind of doing coaching as like a side hustle, I guess. ESPN says he, yeah, major college football prospect 30 years ago, as of 2009, so 40 years ago now, and played at the University of Pittsburgh alongside Dan Marino, Hugh Green, and Mark May. Who knew? Sure. <laughs> this is some, this is some, uh, what was the main character from Mad Men? Don Draper. Don this Draper. is some Don Draper shit of like, I took his, I took the real Biff Pogie's identity. Charlotte yeah, says he also played at Duke, so I guess right. he transferred. Yeah, and I'll keep in mind his Wikipedia page did not exist until he got his head coach job. So yeah. basically, there probably needs to be some Wikipedia updating. So any Charlotte Niner fans, please, please update the Wikipedia. Well, folks, I think that's all we got for tonight. I think we covered so many things. Thank you. Rate, limit, exceeded.